0: Hello, this is the Tribe Stories, the curated sermons, conversations and collections of poetry of the Tribe Lagos. The Tribe Lagos is a gospel expression based in the city of Lagos, committed to reaching the next generation with the message of God's love and grace. May this refresh and revive you as you listen. This month we're taking on a new series and today we're setting the stage for that. And um, I've been reading this book by uh, A.W. Tozer, The Pursuit of God. I've read it before, but I don't know what I read. Because just to open it now, you're like, God, how can one man have this depth of revelation? But there was something he kept saying that you cannot really know God and not seek him. That if you taste him, you would always want more of him. And that if you come to a point in your life where you are not wanting more of him, there's something all right. So the the, 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 the the reward for knowing him a little is hunger to know him more. So this morning, my hunger is lost. Make me a seeker of truth, not a seeker of happiness. You know, in Nigeria, there are seekers of happiness, like seekers of money or prosperity, they'll just put God on the level. But once you probe it, if you have two doors, God, the benefits of God, and tell a lot of people, please can you choose indeed where you will go? Guess what? A lot of them will just file in the benefits of God. All right. Because God whala is too much. He will not tell you be holy as I'm holy. He will not tell you no fornication, none of those things. But everything God has placed that He did for us, even the things you are afraid of, it's for your own preservation and your safety. But today we want to dive in a little deeper. All right, there is something inside of every one of us that God Himself created. Um, Pastor Mo is here and Nosa is here. I don't know who was telling me the story, Dikachi, of how he got a new cast. He just left. The, the shop, he just went low. You know, the thrill suddenly. And then if they scratch the car they've touched your God.
1: Okay. Uh, good morning, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's you know, God takes you to school and it's an exciting, it's painful, it's excruciating, but the the end is always very exciting. Um, you, you you begin to lose attachment to the world. Uh, imagine you are dealing with someone directly who has eternity inside of him. The closer you walk with him, the less and re- less relevant this tiny orb becomes. <laughs> no, the earth is the orb I'm talking about, the earth as a whole. You know, even when you watch that Thanos movie get all these six infinity stones and you demolish everything and you see that you've come full circle, you've come back to the beginning and you see that there is nothing. You know, Um, thank you, Pastor Mo, for for the privilege. I believe there's a discipline that God has given us that even if you were planning to say something, in a gathering where it's about hearing the spirit of the voice of Christ, the spirit of truth. When one person has said it, there's nothing for you to say because he's supposed to be speaking, supposed to be a mouthpiece, an oracle of the oracle, you know? So when somebody has said it, there's no need. And most of the time, most of the time, the things we quote someone said is, it's like crediting the loudspeaker. For what someone on the mic said. So, sometimes I go on, I want to go on Instagram and post something and the Holy Spirit will say, Shay, that thing you want to post, it's your picture that you want to put, but it's not your words. I inspired you to say it. So why do you want to attach your picture to it? So that they will say, ah, Nossa said one thing that's very profound. No, it was the Holy Spirit that spoke through Nusa. So why don't we credit the one who really speaks? You know? Hallelujah. So, um this idol's thing. You know that thing you put on Instagram? I've been off Instagram for a while, but I checked it. And I, so there's a God-shaped void that only... I said that thing in school, and I was feeling cool that I said something that nobody else said. The one day, I came out, and I, I heard people saying it up and down. That there's a God-shaped void that only he can fill. You know, and um, the Wahala started from the garden, you know, um, what God created Adam to be, I, I don't know the details, so I'll defer to Pastor Mo, for sure. But what Adam created to be, what God created Adam to be, what Adam was created to be was not um, was not someone who would be constrained by his flesh. Okay? Um, he was supposed to impose on his surroundings. So God gave him the right to name, the power to name, he said uh, subdue the earth, right? Um, Have dominion over it. Um, It wasn't just talking about uh, the physical aspect. It was talking about the spiritual aspect. Because the earth has a spiritual side as well. Because this is where demons dwell. This is where Satan dwells here as well but there is a spiritual side of this realm that we don't see you understand Um, and there is a part of your brain that interacts with that aspect of our existence for instance what you call inspiration um the clothes you're putting on was somebody's idea you know so those ideas come from a sort of immaterial realm yeah it's space and you 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 step out and you do it and you say you've created something it came from somewhere you know so god didn't create adam to be at the mercy of his surroundings he was supposed to you know so he was naming stuff and the bible says whatever he called something that was what it was and uh but when adam tasted death when adam aligned with death um, it was the other way around so We begin to be defined by um, the things that we've achieved, the things that we have. You know, imagine someone created a car. I think about it, or let's, let's talk about gold. Gold right now, there's a lot of gold rotting under the earth's crust, right? It's just there, you know. And then someone goes and mines it and makes something fine out of it. And then man, who mind it, ties his relevance to how much of those things he mind, he has. So it, that's, if, if nothing else describes death, I think that describes it for me. Um, so one day, I was, I, when I was still very young, I, I started thinking very early. Because I grew up in a broken home and, you know, it's either you are smoking very early, or you begin to reason life very early. You begin you become philosophical very early. So, I, I, I saw how people would, I remember this song, if e for my, if e for my, if e my, I want to marry you, Now of keyboards, yet give me your love. The car we fell in sleep drive. Well, now they speak pigeon for here now. Right? Mm-hmm. But, eh? No. Now they try, we try was one Benz, one ninety, with open roof. It was crazy. Like, man, see car. And then one day, my eldest brother bought it. This was late 90s. And it was still nice. Yeah, then, you know, I remember in Port Harcourt then, there will be people who, community people, they just want to beat the white man, get money, buy one small house, buy one ninety. And that was life with DSTV, <laughs> you know. Um, but years later, I saw that same car, and it was looking like a box of matches to me. And I asked myself, what changed? There was a time people would rob you for your thirty-three ten. They would cut your hand for Nokia thirty-three ten. They would shoot you. There was a guy in inibem we used to call Ninja Turtle. And then later we called him hand and leg because his first victim, he shot him in the hand. <laughs> then the second one shot him on, on his foot. So we called him hand and leg for phones that he will bring out now. We use it to wedge the door. Yes. yes. That's vanity. So anything that replaces that void that is supposed to be filled with fulfillment of purpose, anything that replaces that void, anything else but God is an idol. Now, for, for those who are on a path, walking with Jesus, who we call Christians, there's something the Holy Spirit told me last night. He said, every idol has its priesthood. Now, if you look through the Bible, God had issues with Israel and idolatry. Almost all through, they were fighting, quarreling. I planted you a choice vine. You have enough thorns. They fought God and Israel. When they split, the two, Judah and Israel, they still fought with God. Why? There was something he planned. There was a grand plan. that They were just messing up. You know? And it was the priests, the prophets, and the kings that led Israel on national-scale idolatry, nationwide. So when the king served idols, the nation followed him. So why am I saying this? why we find ourselves in the body of Christ still struggling with these things is because of what mostly comes from the altar okay now this is not this has nothing to do i'm not talking about christian leadership there's been an onslaught against christian leadership of recent you know I, at some point i wanted to you know talk and the holy spirit would block me and say no You know, sometimes I would post something on Facebook talking about this is what the scripture says and the Holy Spirit would say no he said you don't use the sword of the spirit to attack your brothers so keep it whatever scripture you know, whatever understanding you know, keep it don't speak if your knees haven't hit the ground and don't speak if I have not told you to so it's not everything you know you say so but this is it the big problem is what you think the reward is what you think the destination is so for instance jesus said um, in matthew 6 33, seek ye first the kingdom of god although i like the luke 12 rendition just said seek the kingdom it didn't say it first so you know and then we now coined the line you know and we now say put god first in everything, put God first. And you know how we put God first. We just pray, Father, this thing I want to do. So I'm going out this morning. Bless me, Father, help me. Father, Lord, God, Father, Lord. I pray that as I'm going, no accident will happen to me. No evil will happen to me in Jesus' name. That's And that's it. And then that's how many of us think putting God first is. So you go around and you do everything but what God wants. Okay. So, when you come into Christ... Um, by the help of the Holy Spirit, you begin to align with purpose. Okay? So Jesus says, "Going after all these things is the natural inclination of men who are not going after the kingdom." Okay, so Satan, the Holy Spirit told me this. I've not confirmed it, so you can write it with the pencil and it Subject to corrections the holy spirit said satan or i heard in my spirit satan tempted jesus and failed and then with one of the things where he said jesus should if jesus bows you know he'll give him all the glories uh, because they are his they' was supposed to be man's but man released it to him man lost it to him okay so <clears throat> he lost he couldn't tempt jesus so he went after the church okay and he's still tempting the church with those things he's tempting the church with those things so our reward system for most people most people feel when you when you serve god there is a reward and the reward is reflected in the car you drive the house you have the amount of money you have the amount of influence you have and and in the end jesus said um seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added these things will be an addition not a destination because all these things the gentiles seek after so how can the reward for something you are seeking be what should be added to you So the addition is not the reward because it's not the destination. So there is something at the destination. I'm sure the the center of every kingdom is his palace. And that's where the king dwells. So if you're on the path of the kingdom, there should be, the destination should be Christ, right? should be the king of kings that you should arrive at Christ. That will get there, but you know, so there is an aberration where we we want these things and we are using the principles of the kingdom to go after all these things so imagine you are you are you're reading that scripture like oh okay we are not supposed to go after all these things but if we just seek the kingdom these things will follow that means it's not the kingdom that is really your destination it's not the, you are not really on that path to get to the kingdom you want something and you heard that if you just save God, you will get this thing. That's systemic idolatry. Yes, and especially when someone comes and promises you that, that if you just, you know, maybe just sow a seed, there's something that it does open. And then you hear one testimony. When I was doing active pastoring, I warned them in church. I said, if you come out and give testimony of car you bought. I said you can whisper it in my ear, we'll pray and just thank God for it. We we'll did outside after service, we'll dedicate it. But if that is your testimony, then there is a problem. Now the, the people in, in, in on the wilderness, the, the Israelites didn't get what Jesus was or what God was trying to get them to understand. You know, normally when you pray for something, you fast and pray for something, and you are you are you are trying to you 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 want this chair so bad you've applied all scriptural understanding that this is what I want to get I Lord and you pray and you fast and in his mercy he will give you this but I've learned by experience that we we don't get it when you know you know why you get one thing today you prayed so hard for something and God gave you then you face the next problem He just divided the red sea you walked on dry land not land not land with mud dry that means every molecule of water disappeared from that place and you walked on dry ground after that miracle you got to bitter waters and you were complaining that means they were still slaves they had not left egypt the picture of where they were really going to. they They didn't get that picture. So, even when they got manna, they complained for something more. Okay, so, when you get this, by his goodness, the real answer God wants to give you is not this. He wants you to understand that there is a God who provides this. So, let me use the story of Abraham quickly, since few minutes left so when Abraham was on that mountain he carried Isaac right God had taken him to school God had let him know that I am your reward I am your exceeding great reward Now every other thing you hustle to use satisfy that void will not work because it will fade and you want more so Abraham went to that mountain carried Isaac after God had schooled him you know God took him to the edge of his fear 99 when you can't give birth then i now come to you change your name change your wife's name and then you give birth he had understood it wasn't isaac that was the reward it was the god that could make you laugh that was the reward so he understood so when god told him to bring isaac how many of you will god tell you you prayed and fasted you got a car and then he says oh yeah bring that car you came to give testimony of the goodness of God. Why don't you trust him that if he takes that guy away, he will bring another one that's bigger if it was really God? So when he got to that mountain and he was about to offer Isaac, you know, and Isaac he had sent the he kept the men that followed him, and then he went upstairs and on the mountain. And Isaac was saying, Well, fire, everything, but where's the ram? And Abraham said something that made me understand that Abraham understood. The journey God was taking him on. He was taking him to a journey of finding Christ. Now, the Old Testament people enjoyed Christ more than most of us are in this New Testament. David enjoyed Christ. He saw Christ. He lived like Christ. He understood redemption. Someone in the Old Testament, he he was soaked in Christ. He knew he, he, God was taking the Israelites through the, the wilderness and there was manna falling. and They didn't understand that this manna was a shadow of something. Even Moses did not understand that that rock that he was supposed to speak to was Christ and he wasn't supposed to hit him because that would be preempting God. That would be preempting the flogging of Christ before time. So, they didn't know. So, and that's why Aaron could use the things God gave them from Egypt. God robbed Egypt. That's why Aaron could use it to do an idol. Idol priest. Aaron. No time for that. You know what Abraham's answer to Isaac was? God is able to provide himself a sacrifice. Who was that sacrifice? Jesus. Christ. So, on your journey, everything God provides for you, is sacrificeable because it is not the real reward so it is not even the ram that was provided that God wants you to get it is that he is Jehovah Jireh and Abraham understood that and named that mountain Jehovah Jireh Jesus told the guys who were looking for bread you don't even get it I wish you wanted the miracle at least Oh, you don't get it. When I offered you that bread, I was offering you myself. So, how do you know that God has really taken His place in your life? So, your real reward is Christ. He, he, God wants to use His goodness to help you arrive at His person. That's what. So, when God provides something. It is not that thing that should be the focus. It's not, the, it's not that thing that is the answer. It is himself. But there is a journey. If you are on the path of the kingdom, you are seeking the kingdom, you will find the king. Definitely, that's, that's just it. So all these things will have no place. And nothing else can fill that void that he created for himself to fill. But because man fell, he still has to stand at the door of man's heart and knock okay man fell man is a god he can't he cannot force himself on you okay he still stands and you know what he we use that scripture i stand at the door of your heart and knock when we evangelize but he was talking to a church he wasn't talking to unbelievers he was talking to believers i stand at the door of your heart and knock if any man opens i will come in and you will not only taste and see what you will partake of the bread that i am thank you very much
0: You can log on to the tribe Lagos.com or email us at hello at the tribe Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on The Tribe Lagos. God bless.